Welcome to John Graves Kayak Fishing here on Anchor FM. You know, the frog bite is on down at Lake Gunnersville right now. So I think it'd be a good idea for you to join me at the Hobie Bass Open Series. Will you please join me? Last of the great two-day events from Hobie. Lake Gunnersville, Alabama, September 21st and 22nd. If you want to just roll the dice... You're at the end of the table, you're feeling good, and you just want to lay it down. Like the uh, dude who just recently laid down his uh, last $150,000 on one number. And that number hit, and he walked with like over $3 million. Could you imagine that? Sign up for the event right now and commit right now to it. And that's the Lake Gunnersville, Alabama, September 21st and 22nd. Hobie Bass Open Series. Just do it, damn it. It will absolutely give you a big-time thrilling experience you will not soon forget, I promise you. If you uh, want a taste of competing in the big leagues and on a big stage, see what it feels like to compete in a national championship or a Hobie World Championship. The chance to fish against world-class anglers it will give you that opportunity this event will put you on that ride and if you like our now millionaire friend you have that moment of a lifetime and you pull out the greatest fishing weekend of your life top place in this event gets you the invite to join the hobie world team and boom like that an all expense paid dreams come true now, the entry for this uh, event is only 200 bucks, and I say that because it's worth, you know, the 200 bucks just to uh, jump in on one of the raffles. They have great raffles at the Hobie Bass Open Series. I mean, think about it. I put in 200 bucks. I had a great time at the event, even though I got disqualified. I won at the raffle a thousand dollar 180 mirage drive for my hobie pro angler <laughs> so that was worth it now any kayaks are eligible so you don't need to uh, own a hobie it doesn't matter even uh, stand up paddles or sups are legal in this event and i will be bringing the uh, sea eagle subcat 10 for sure with hopes of covering as much of the lake as i can during pre-fishing a couple days but uh, sticking to the nature of things, I most likely will take the Hobie Pro Angler out there in the event. However, you know, the Wilderness System 135 radar, the P-51 of the kayak squadron here at the Rock and Star Ranch has been feeling pretty good the last couple outings. Now, Lake Gunnersville in uh, Alabama is just about 1.5 hours south of Chattanooga along I-75. I hear the grass is doing just fine down there. Toss you a black or brown or white frog and watch the top water explode like a subnuclear shock testing of the soon to be late USS John F. Kennedy CV 67. I spent two years on that flat top carrier. I'll never forget walking up to the USS. Actually, I didn't walk up to the USS John F. Kennedy. CV-67. I was driven up there in a 15-passenger Dodge military van with about 17 sailors packed in it. I couldn't see nothing. I thought we were up against a, just a big gray wall. 
and we all piled out of the van and I grabbed my bag and I'm, I'm looking around and I see the other guys kind of looking up and I just, I look straight up. About 90 feet up there was the edge of the flight deck. It was one of the most massive ships I've ever seen in my life. And just, it, it was just so big. I stayed inside the ship for about three days. And when I came up on that third day, I was looking at Boston Harbor. We were up there for the Tall Ships Festival. So that was my introduction to the United States Navy on a flat top carry, uh, out to sea anyway, it was uh, one spending two days and Boston Harbor there. Actually three days. Very fun party, you might say. Uh, the CEO, commanding officer, the uh, John F. Kennedy said, just stay out of jail, will you please? But that one time, biggest ship I've ever seen in my life, that massive, massive warship, you get out in the middle of the ocean and you're just a little, little tiny speck. But they are getting ready to send the John F. Kennedy from uh, the uh, mothballs, you might say, or the shipyard there in Philly. And they're going to take that thing down to Texas, I believe, and scrap it. So that will truly be a sad, sad day. But uh, I mentioned uh, frog baits. Top water explosions like a subnuclear shock testing. Uh, we were actually trying to sink that thing out there. We, myself and about 1,300 sailors on board that ship, lit up a 60,000 pound black powder charge just 800 meters off the starboard side of the ship. And we wanted to see if we could sink it. And we almost did set dead in the water for like three days and bent a main shaft to a screw and computers were out, electric was out and it was a doozy. But uh, I hate to see the CV, uh, CV-67 John F. Kennedy be scrapped, but uh, the new John F. Kennedy is going to be out. But anyway, let's talk about fish some more. I need to learn grass. So grass is getting really big down there at uh, Lake Gunnersville, and I hear the frog bite is just amazing for the uh, the months of uh, August and September, especially September. So I've got to figure out uh, what to do there. What do you do? Just you know, I haven't had much experience with mowing the weeds, you might say. So what? Swim baits, frogs? You yanking crankbaits through that stuff? What do you do? And. Uh, do we need to talk about a thermocline? A thermocline, what the heck is that? And why is it so important? Now we are getting into the reading of your electronics, but uh, you know, wait a minute. What if I don't have any electronics? First, let's try to describe what thermocline is all about. Now you remember sitting at the bar and watching the bartender make that fancy drink with all the different layers to it? And that drink might have been for you. <laughs> Those layers have different densities to them and for that reason they can be stacked up just like checkers. The same principle applies to any and all fluid 
Same thing happens to our lakes and ponds, specifically water that does not have like a current flow that can mix the water up with a flow or a current. And those different temperatures and densities, they'll just stack right up. Warm water on top and the cooler water down below. And on the bottom, down there where that cold water is, and between the warmer water on top, you have between those two layers what is called the thermocline. Well, let's just say it's the line between both of those layers. Thermocline is a friend of mine. Hey, what about those Russians spying on us? All the time and everywhere. You know what I mean? Now they're trying to get into our fishing. However, they can. However, they can spy on us, they will. And now they have stooped so low as to start tracking our favorite honey holes. You may not know this, but I had a Harrison Ford acting moment one time in my life, and I was in a couple movies. I was in a uh, movie called Lost in Yonkers with Richard Dreyfus and Mercedes Rule. And uh, I had a Harrison Ford acting moment in that one. And then I was also in a B-movie thriller called Run. And I was a uh, track team coach, and I was taking my track team out to a local preserve that had once been Indian grounds. And uh, we were going to make a marathon course out there, help on a running trail. And uh, you can say things got uh, pretty bad out there for the kids. Some kids came up missing. I went to go look for them, and I just found bits and pieces of them. So that's kind of what that movie was about. And uh, I end up at the end of the movie getting picked up by a old farmer on the side of the road, not bloodied. And this whole time I had been out there trying to find these kids, I'm missing my daughter's recital at an elementary. So I walk in this elementary just, as you can say bad shape. Movie kind of, kind of ends there. But uh, my co-host, or my co-actress in that movie, uh, Arena Kribina. She was real Russian, like off the coast of the Japanese Sea. And her line in the movie was, we do this in Russia all the time. And they spy on us in every which way they can. Now, the only reason I'm bringing it up, have you ever heard of cyber phishing? Right? There's a little sensor developed by a Russian. They don't know how to do this stuff. They're going to track us in every way, shape, or form they can. <laughs> and cyber phishing, it's a little sensor pretty cool. You put it on your fishing pole and it tracks just about everything. It tracks how many casts you've made throughout the day. And I think that's kind of groovy because sometimes I, I feel like I've done four, five, six, seven hundred casts. In a tournament, 
I mean, you're just slinging stuff. I know I am from crankbaits as much as I love to do that. I'm, I'm probably tossing three casts per 60 seconds out there, I imagine. Two or three of them. So throughout the whole day, that's a lot. But it also, um, it's designed basically to make your rod smarter. It's a new smart rod sensor, an app that transforms fishing. So basically it tracks where you caught the fish, what kind of fish it was. Uh, gosh, I think the weight of the fish, uh, GPS location of the fish, the time stamps it, uh, and it shares this information, right? So see the Russians, what they're gonna do is they're gonna figure out where all the favorite best places are to catch bass and we're going to see start seeing them pop up in some of these tournaments sneaky we're going to touch on those spies a little bit more and we'll talk about some of that 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 product uh, i saw that uh this product particular product i'm talking about down at uh, icast and i thought, thought it was pretty neat and why would you use it? That kind of stuff. So I'm interested to hear what you guys say about that. But back to the thermocline. You know, the last few weeks uh, we've had experience and some real warm, some just downright hot scorchers of days. And I'm finding fewer and fewer bass up there in my shallow crankbaits. And so I have to go deeper and deeper you know, to find these bass because they are going deeper to find the cooler waters. However, however, they can only go so deep because as in the bartender's drink, like the Independence Day or the Rainbow Shooter, where the thicker, dense layers of liquor and grenadine lie at the bottom, cold water that is thick with no oxygen lies at the bottom also. Now, right above that is the thermocline, and above the thermocline, you will start to find the oxygen and the fish. And I can now look back on some of those images of arcs, which are the fish that my finder is picking up and how they would appear only at a certain level and like nothing below a certain depth. Well, that was the thermocline I was looking at. Now, meanwhile, I'm tossing crankbaits down to depths where uh, nothing alive was down there. You know, but this gives me a much better look at what depth now I need to be setting the cranks out or setting my drop shot with or various other finesse baits. What level are those fish? And what you'll see is as clear as day, you'll see those arcs. Like say we're looking at 40 feet, 40, 50 feet. Uh, now I usually believe this is around the depths that this kind of stuff starts happening. It has to be pretty deep. But you're looking at like 30, 40, 50 feet, 60 feet, something like that. But you might be looking at, you know, a down scan imaging or a regular image on your fish finder, and you'll see arcs all the way down to like 30 feet, 35 feet, or 40 feet. And then it just seems to stop, and there's nothing. If you bring up the sensitivity on your fish finder, you can really see this line there. Every once in a while you'll see an arc of fish down below that and it is possible you know catfish and other fish can go down underneath that where there is hardly any oxygen down there and uh, 
do what they need to do to put the smash on some food and come right back up. But that's where you'll see those bait fish, the predator fish, all that stuff above the thermocline. So, uh, you know, make sure you fish that depth right above the thermocline. It is there that the water is coolest during these very hot dog days. The fish can go down there and they can find that cool water for some relief, yet they still have some oxygen down there. So I'm getting excited to look at the fish finder now. Next time I get out there, I'm gonna be able to look at it and uh, read it just a little different this time out there. So uh, study up a little bit more on the thermocline. There's a whole bunch of uh, uh, YouTube videos out there about it. Uh, some people really get deep in explaining the thermocline, but it won't take you uh, really that long. But I guarantee you, uh, I already feel much different about my approach going out there. So uh, thermocline, is a friend of mine. Thanks for listening to John Graves Kayak Fishing. We'll talk about those spies here in a moment. Those Russian spies. They say you can tell a lot about me. Cyber making rods smarter. Taking the same foot three. Medium heavy. Fast action. Rod smarter. It's the ultimate smart fishing rod sensor. Cyber fishing brings uh, fishing rods into the modern. are recorded with a single touch where you can build an online map of all your fishing hotspots. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? With the Cyber Fishing Smart Rod Sensor attached to your rod, you get all the information you need to make every trip better. It is so easy to attach the sensor to a rod blank with the two hard-wearing rubber bands. It's minimal weight means it will not interfere with the performance of the rod that you're using. Catch. You simply enjoy your day's fishing and let the smart rod sensor instinctively do the work of recording all your fishing activity. When you catch your trophy, Save that location with a single click. Match. The Cyber Fishing app 
plots the locations of all your cast and catches, and you will know exactly where to return next time. Your hotspots have been successfully matched. So by combining the lightweight smart rod sensor and the CyberFishing smartphone app, you can now record all of the data from your fishing trips and find big fish more often. And once you are part of the CyberFishing online community, with uploads and images, you can share your information of fishing hotspots with other anglers to make bigger catches even more likely. And I'd have to say it's at that point every southwestern Ohio angler is going, oh hell no. Ha! No. Let me think about it. We're posting pictures of us on Facebook and we're blacking out the background. Why would we want a, a rod telling every uh, a sensor put on our rod telling where we're catching the biggest fish. See? It's all fun and games until they know exactly where you caught little Betty. Now the smart rod sensor automatically captures data on the number of casts you make and the surrounding conditions. And when you catch a fish, all it takes is a simple touch of the button. A smart rod sensor saves the location instantly. That's saved and stored no matter how long you fight the fish or however far the wind or current takes you away from your original spot. And when the day is done, that's when the cyber fishing app comes into play. The smart rod sensor connects to the smartphones via Bluetooth, and the cyber fishing mobile app saves the captured data for easy access and retrieval. Charge up your smart rod sensor attached to your rod, then get casting and catching safe in the knowledge that it's doing the hard recording for you and you will soon have invaluable records to review and share. See how they slip that in share in the back there? Uh, well, I'll have a lot of data to personally review. Cyber fishing, the ultimate smart fishing rod sensor, cyber fishing smart rod sensor. Check it out. I thought that was a pretty unique little item down there at ICAST, so I wanted to mention that to you. What's your thoughts on that kind of stuff? I mean, would are, <laughs> I don't see anybody around here using one of them. For fun and personal data, I could see that. But uh, some of these things we can do on the board electronics. However, this is pretty convenient to have it right there on the, on the rod. So what do you guys think about that? I'm interested in hearing what you have to say. Thank you so much for listening to John Graves Kayak Fishing. I love the comments. Keep them coming. And uh, check out John Graves Kayak Fishing on YouTube. And then uh, for all of my Facebook friends, uh, look me up, John Marion Graves on Facebook. And uh, Tell them John Graves Kayak Fishing sent you. So long, everybody. I'll talk to you soon.